0: Will you do me a favor? Turn off the fan. Thank you. How are you doing? Itch. They itch? Yeah.
1: Why? Some allergen is affecting them.
0: Yeah?
1: Yeah. Me too. But I didn't fall asleep.
0: You did not? Nope. Did you almost fall asleep?
1: Yep. But I had to cut out laminating and then it woke me up.
0: Well, I didn't have any laminating, so thanks for sharing.
1: I would have let you cut some.
0: You would not have. Mm -hmm. No, because you wouldn't have thought I would do a good enough job. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh, that face says it all. What did we watch? It's
1: just the attention to detail on the edge of it. Excuse me? Inside out. I feel really sticky.
0: Sticky? Yeah. Nice. So, what happened in inside out?
1: Mm, It shows what goes on in kids' heads i.e. also adults' heads. But, yeah, I don't take... Just take that (laughs) i.e. out of there, okay? Okay. Um, yeah.
0: So that's the whole movie? Yeah. All right, see you next time.
1: No, it's really cleverly done. It is? Yeah. There are only a few things that I was questioning. I were Yeah. For starters, all decisions are made by emotion. Yeah. All of them.
0: That's right.
1: (laughs) Every last one. Logic never joins the picture. (laughs) And... Almost every other character, all of their emotions are the same gender. Are they? Mm-hmm. The mother's emotions are all female characters. The father's emotions are all males. The 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 kid who was like girl, his were all boys. The eyeshadow girl, hers were all girls.
0: All the dogs were all. Well, I don't know. Male? The
1: dogs and the cats, I can't tell. <laughs> The only other one that had mixed genders for their emotions was the pizza girl. Her anger was a man.
0: Were they, were both of the ones prepubescent?
1: What do you mean? No, the pizza girl wouldn't be. She was working as a cashier.
0: Oh, I was saying maybe that, that was a clever thing. They're saying they hadn't been established yet or something. Yeah. No, they, so she's transgender and we just haven't gotten to that point yet? I
1: don't know. Like, I mean, that was the.
0: That's curious though. That is yeah, weird. yeah. Because they could have just mixed them all up in everybody's heads. Mm-hmm.
1: But they didn't. I was paying attention.
0: Huh. So that could be just a, a protagonist, special protagonist oversight, or...
1: But then why did that one other character also have it? Uh,
0: yeah. They just didn't think about it for the other characters. Maybe like it wasn't worth it. What? So what? What even happened with the the pizza person? At,
1: at the very end, when I was going through all the, you know, they had the the cool girl, and they were like, oh, "I'm not." The pizza girl was like, "I don't remember what she said." Now
0: I can't remember anything about a pizza girl.
1: She's the one with, that tried to give the pizza with the broccoli, and it's. it's
0: and she tried to do that at the end and yeah. she's...
1: Yeah, at the end it went through and whatever. I don't even remember yeah, what, what was the con- Yeah,
0: I can't remember. Whatever. Okay, so that's an interesting uh, observation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention. But so how did it st- It started with her and she's like playing hockey, right? She's a baby. It's just born, <laughs> And she's playing hockey? <laughs> no. <laughs> she's
1: learning to experience the world.
0: And there's just joy at the beginning, right? Uh-huh. And joy hits the thing.
1: Mm-hmm, makes the baby kind of giggle. And then sadness shows up, makes the baby cry.
0: Okay. So then what happens?
1: Um, and then she starts growing up, I think, and making memories. And that's when we get uh, disgust and fear and anger.
0: Okay. Disgust, fear, and anger. And one thing with Fear, they kept doing slapstick comedy. Yeah. Like, over and over again with Fear, uh, they had a little bit with some other, you know, when they were out in the, in mm-hmm. the um, not the subconscious, the long-term memory. When they're out there, they had a little bit. But Fear, they just kept doing it, like, over yeah. and over again. And they, they also kept repeating anger going to do something. Yeah. And Fear trying to stop him and, and anger hitting him and then doing it anyway. Yeah. Like, they did that over and over again, too. But the setup, you know, they're trying to make something that's really... Really complex into something that's accessible, mm-hmm. you know, for children and adults. Yeah. So it's it's pretty fascinating how they did it. They just had the memories that are created and mm-hmm. and, then, and the different colors represent different emotions associated yeah. with them.
1: And then they had what did they what did they call them? A uh, core memory, core memories, right? Are what created the personality traits and right.
0: And it does lead to a question of who is the person? It's like the person herself, Riley, uh-huh. is just an emergent property of of all of the different emotions interacting mm-hmm. along with the... Because she doesn't really have a personality. Well,
1: her personality just... is based on the memories that were created with aid from those emotions.
0: Right, well, I'm just so thinking about... Her... Character-wise, what? Character-wise. Like, what do you do with that character?
1: I don't think that that... I don't think that Riley's the character that you analyze. What do
0: you mean? Well, that's what I mean. It's just so she's not a character it's just joy and mm-hmm. sadness mm-hmm. all right yeah. but it's like, interesting to me to think about okay the person is just an emergent because she doesn't do things apart from her memories and emotions related to them and you that's
1: know. that's the whole point isn't
0: it i guess yeah
1: I don't know. I mean, you're, you are an amalgam... Is that the word I'm looking for?
0: An amalgamation, sure. Maybe,
1: of of your memories and emotions, things that you've experienced, and uh, right?
0: Yeah, to some degree.
1: I mean, clearly there was no logic at the table, so...
0: Yeah, there sure wasn't. Uh, and maybe, no, because the parents didn't have any, like, an extra logic one or no, anything.
1: No, I think the maturity piece was just the emotions worked together in harmony-ish.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, well, anyway, but so they're they live in Minnesota, but they're moving.
1: Would have been a good idea though to add logic in the parents and yeah just add an thumb. extra
0: thing yeah, yeah that's trying to deal with all of them mm-hmm. <laughs> so they they live in Minnesota initially but they have to move uh, presumably because he has work mm-hmm. and so they have to move for that reason but they're moving to San Francisco where they have a bunch of feces on the streets mm-hmm. so I understand why she's not happy about it <laughs> but then so she has and okay these sequences when she's dealing with new things that are happening mm-hmm. and the emotions are interacting with each other they're Fascinating. Yeah. Like, they're really well done. <laughs> they
1: really are. and I mean, you can see. Like if you go back to experience a time when you had a similar experience, you know, moving to a new house or moving to... You can see how all those emotions were bouncing off each other in your life in retrospect type of thing. Like, yeah,
0: can... yeah. Uh, so it's it's a really apt way to describe a complex phenomenon. and yeah. A phenomenon. And uh, I just, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And it, they cut between, you know, the emotions reacting to it. And and her acting on behalf of them or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just it seemed to pretty seamlessly work, and they didn't do it to where it was super obvious, you know, right. what she was gonna feel at any given time, uh, you know, because right. like when they initially got there to the house, she starts off, oh my gosh, where, what is this? This is horrible. And then what about our room? Let me go look at the room and start imagining things that could be here. Yeah. And then um, she goes back down and she's unhappy because like her parents are fighting or something. Mm-hmm. But then she gets a, a th- oh let's play hockey and and does that and um. The addition of the the goofy thing, you know. Silly Island. Yeah, Yeah. Silly Island. That's an excellent, very creative thing to add into it. Mm -hmm. Because they're all basic things that you could think of, like family or Mm -hmm. friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. But to add a little silly one, you know, Mm -hmm. that's just, it's really good. Yeah. Can we... Papa, is that going to make you move more? Maybe. Because I don't know if you've heard these, like if you've listened to any of them, but you get a lot of your movement caught on the... Well,
1: now it's, you're going to hear it because I'm going to move and the pillow is going to rustle as well.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, so what else happens?
1: So like you said, she gets to the house and she goes through all those different emotions and feelings and then she starts school.
0: Yeah? <laughs> did, you see, did you see my... See, that is mine. Uh-huh. Now you go ahead and talk.
1: I don't see a problem with that.
0: No? no you don't see the <laughs> no? difference there? No. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, so she has to go to school, so she, it's her first day, and she gets singled out by the teacher to talk about herself. She's like, oh, I like Minnesota, and I was on the hockey team, and then uh, doesn't sadness touch the memory? Yeah. Yeah. As she's
1: expressing the memory to the class, sadness touches it, and then she realizes that she's not going to go, because she was talking about how they go out and ice skate on the lake. and
0: Right. So she wasn't going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. and then, So she starts crying in front of the class. She has
1: a meltdown because they couldn't turn it back and they couldn't get it out of the projector. So right. she just kept thinking about it and thinking about it.
0: And so all the kids are like, loser. Pretty much. <laughs> and then, uh, so she has a bad first day and heads home. And when she's talking to her parents, they have the whole thing with the, they, what?
1: No, before she heads, she has a bad day. And we don't see before she heads home. Joy and sadness get sucked up into long term memories because joy is trying to. Uh, a core memory of that sad event of her first day was created. And so joy was trying to keep it out of the core memory thing so that it wouldn't be part of her personality moving forward and tried to send things to long term memory before they were ready. And then sadness was not trying to touch all the other core memories and they fell out. And so then they all got sucked up into long term memory. Oh. And that's why when she was sitting at dinner, discussed. Fear and anger were the only ones there to respond to her parents.
0: Oh, so that's why it was all negative. Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: But see, I was thinking, like, I think this was... Also cleverly done because yes, you know, sadness doesn't know why she's doing all these other things. Like she never touched the long-term memories or the, or the core memories before. She never touched memories as she was thinking. So I think it's kind of cleverly done because, you know, they're saying she's sad, but she can't express it. She doesn't have one that she feels like she has to be happy for her parents and too, just because she doesn't know how to express it. And so that's kind of why sadness is just out of whack. Like, she wants to be sad, but she can't. So she's doing all these things she wouldn't typically do.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Is that how it's functioning? Yeah. Okay. Then they're in the long-term memory, memory, and the depiction of long-term memory is excellent because mm-hmm. they, they set up the different colored you know orbs or whatever um but then when you look out over it it's massive it's Mm -hmm. just gigantic it goes on forever and it's not just like straight lines they're all wending in between each other it looks
1: like a neocortex like the way that they set it all
0: up right and i forgot oh yeah uh, what i pointed out with the stairs or double helix is the is the railing on the stairs yeah Yeah, Uh.
1: command center
0: but yeah, so it's it's all flopping in on it, on itself for the memories. And then you've got, do we meet the little guys going around deleting some of the memories? Uh, yeah. And they're just like the ones that are grayed out and mm-hmm. stale, uh, mm-hmm. that are no longer necessary. They go out, do we need this? And yeah. <laughs> get rid of it.
1: Presidents, just keep uh, Abraham Lincoln, or <laughs> Washington Lincoln in the fat one. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So they're going through this, and then...
1: Phone numbers. I thought that was Apple. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, she's already got an iPhone. Mm-hmm. So unnecessary. Was she like 12? Is that what they said? She was 12 she
1: was t- in this? 12 at the end. I think she was 10 the beginning?
0: When she was a baby, she was 10? <laughs> You're the one who pointed out it started at her as a baby. I'm sorry. So you just said that she was 10 as a baby.
1: When she moved <laughs> to San Francisco. It was a
0: hell of a delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so and then what
1: and then that's when she has the blow up with the dad and the dad puts a foot down and i did laugh a lot with i, I did chuckle a little when the mom was like the mom's inner working like alert the husband and the husband <laughs> yeah. was like oops, <laughs> watching <off>. sports <laughs> yes. yeah
0: is that funny i did find that amusing i feel like they stereotype my gender uh yeah pretty much <laughs> they did Oh.
1: in your case you'd be like thinking about Hume or
0: <laughs> yeah, somebody else <laughs> you, you,
1: so it, it's the same thing, same concept I'm sorry, it's the same concept you just would have had a different projector going on in yeah. your head yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So the and then the I like that the dad was like that went well and yeah. then she's like that was a disaster yeah and then yeah he goes try to square things or fix things and right. she's not having it because she doesn't have happiness and sadness to joy to and sadness out, yeah. to balance the stuff out
1: and he doesn't know how to interact or respond to her he doesn't know because things that used to work all of a sudden didn't work right and mm-hmm. I and I thought that was you know yes she's pre-pubescent and they pointed that out that she hadn't actually hit puberty before but I thought that was kind of a clever way because that. What really does happen as kids start going through puberty and get into those em- more emotional states is that things that used to be work for them or be part of their personality just disappear.
0: Yeah, because they're little dicks. Yeah, right. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's, a, I mean, I agree. That's an excellent way to depict that phenomenon yeah. in children you know you're trying to make a movie that's entertaining and all that but you're really expressing something effectively and
1: right like has her islands disappear they're no longer part of her personality so like right
0: what do you appeal to right (laughs) you know what's what is her personality anymore right and it's a great the islands are great concept Mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm. yeah a lot of really good stuff in that Uh, what happens after she talks to the dad and like it's just cuz it a lot of the part where joy and sadness are going through the mm-hmm. long term memory like that gets tedious. Yeah. Uh, like they go into the what, imagination land or yeah, something.
1: they go into the abstract thinking first.
0: But that's what I was. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, where they start getting <laughs> their yeah. dimension changes and all. And yeah, I liked this. <laughs> like yeah, that I was thought fun. Would have.
1: Yeah, but I thought like I like the setup too. Like because they're setting. You know, she had just shut down her friend basically because her friend. They were like, oh, she has other friends, and right, didn't know how right. to handle it. And so they're like, okay, what abstract thought are we trying to go through now? And they're like loneliness, which seriously though, like if you, it's an abstract concept. To be lonely, what does it mean? What, why is it why is someone lonely? And then they're like, Oh, let's clean up the abstract machine and that's what turns it on. But I just thought, you know, just to introduce things to make it more understandable what abstract would be. I don't I don't know.
0: Hmm. I just like the visuals of them going through Picasso and then two D yeah. and
1: <laughs> and I like that they were. she was using more complex vocabulary as she went through it, too. The different yeah. stages. and
0: yeah. It was, you know, convenient that Sadness read through the whole manual. Like, what does that have to do with Sadness? Yeah. You know, how does that fit? I mean, they needed some kind of exposition yeah. <laughs> fairy to trail along. And, and I'm on, go ahead.
1: I was going to jump back to the very beginning.
0: Exposition related? Yeah. Okay.
1: Because it was sort of voiceover, but I felt like these were such again abstract things they were trying to set up that you needed to have yeah, some I, explanation
0: I thought the exact same thing Was it's, yeah. it's this is the kind of movie that this is exactly what you need yeah. and it's not as bad you yeah. know it's like how are they going to express these things going along a plot line right. <laughs> you know to get these things established in an effective way
1: and like they didn't and it was only to set up the things that were so abstract that they would have had it would have taken half the movie just to explain what they were yeah. but like the different colored what you <laughs> you're freaking hand just flopping all over the place hitting the mic but to, like they didn't have to tell us oh the green memories are disgust memories and the blue memories <laughs> are sad memories like right. they didn't overdo it like all of that yeah so
0: yes that's the exposition in the beginning and what part are we at are they so they're now
1: they, they get to imagination land how did they find Bing Bong? Oh, yeah, he was just...
0: He was just hanging out there?
1: Like, stealing memories.
0: And he's just, uh... He's her imaginary friend, yeah. so it makes sense. So, this was separate. The abstract place is separate from Imagination Land. Mm-hmm. And they go into Imagination Land and see Bing Bong.
1: Yeah, they were trying to get through abstract... The abstract place to get to the first station for the train of thought. And that's what... also.
0: Yeah, fine. The pun train of thought, but it's... So much of the plot is them chasing the train of thought, yeah. you know, trying to get to it. And, mm-hmm. I mean, does that mean something more metaphorically? It's just...
1: I mean, ugh. I can see about, like, just, just how you said it, chasing the train of thought.
0: Well, it's just like joy and sadness trying to get back on her thought. No, I,
1: I just think it's more metaphorical for how the brain works. Like, I'll... like. We've done it multiple times. I'll say something totally random to you, and I have to chase the train of thought back down where it came from to see how I got to where I just said to you. They
0: don't back down the train of thought. I understand that. They don't say random things. It's a contrivance for plot purposes. They need something that's gonna help them get back yeah. to where they need to go and it's it's that relatively basic plot thing where they leave home and have to get back home, you know, mm-hmm. in a certain timeline. It's just in a way more complex structure because mm-hmm. it's about, you know, internal workings of a 12 year old girl. I don't know, there's something like, I was trying to think of more metaphorical meaning related to joy and sadness to emotions trying to get back on the train of thought, you know, like those things need to be back in her conscious mind for some reason or something like that, but Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I mean, I I can see that it
0: doesn't make any... It's not very direct or clear though. But the train
1: of thought, yeah, it's just used to bring thoughts back to the control center. So I guess that's really what it is: is joy and sadness bring to brings joy and sadness back to the control center? Because when she references train of thought earlier, she's like, "I had some. I don't remember what she said. I, like when she was starting school, she told anger to go unload it because she had. She ordered some extra." something. Daydreams. Oh yeah, that's right. Daydreams. So it's just a a mechanism to get thoughts back to the control center, I guess?
0: I guess. It's just... Because they need this plot-wise. They Mm -hmm. need it because they took the protagonist away from home and they have to get him back to home. So Mm -hmm. they need it plot-wise. So it it seems a little on balance of contrived versus you know something really creative Mm -hmm. to keep the plot going. Because they they still need to stretch it out to an hour and a half or however long it ends up being. So uh, this just seems like one of those things that it's i don't know it, it, it's artificially stretching it out to some degree yeah although we're running into different psychological artifacts you right, know? we're yeah. running into uh we have subconscious and we go through the dreams mm-hmm. uh, and we go through the the never never land or <laughs> whatever
1: imagination the, and you know, then the never light, where
0: you never come yeah. back place
1: yeah and what did sad, sadness call it
0: I don't know, but it's where they delete the memories. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we go through those artifacts and that's fine. It just, it feels like, like when I'm thinking about it in my brain, it feels like it's kind of jumping back and forth, yeah. you know, as opposed to making a clear progression somewhere. And that too is the, the crumbling islands that they're just following and, mm-hmm. and then how they eventually get there. It just, a lot of that aspect of the plot seems wonky. Yeah. But what, what else do we miss? So, subconscious, she goes to that. So, yeah and sadness or just no joy and sadness and they're trying to make a dream
1: yeah yeah and they're trying to wake her up because the train they finally got on the train after imagination land and
0: but it stops when she's asleep
1: asleep yeah right um i mean we also had the hockey island crumble because she couldn't remember how to play hockey when she went to tryouts
0: right right um in between
1: parents can't understand what's going on there still parents just
0: don't understand (laughs) <laughs> right? Yeah, but then... Okay, well, we're in dream time. We're trying uh-huh. to wake her up. And, and this is where... Because they, they're, they're trying to make a dream. There's like a, a production crew mm-hmm, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. handling the dreams. And it's just like in school. And uh, are they making a happy dream or bad dream? Or did it, was it clear at that point? It wasn't clear at that point. Okay, so just they're a, just making a dream and we're, we're No, watching. I think... What?
1: Well, I don't know because it started off just recreating and then her teeth started falling out and then she didn't have pants on. And Which
0: didn't make a whole... A lot of sense because the camera was supposed to be her view of things yeah and the, and teeth, the teeth fell from the top like they were on her forehead yeah, but
1: again it's a dream
0: <laughs> well it is a dream yeah. yeah they do get some latitude yeah but yeah so she, i guess they're just recreating what happened and her fear and, and yeah. that stuff but then they're trying to joy and sadness and bing bong ping pong whatever
1: i think you're right bing
0: bong bing bong oh, okay but they're trying to wake her up by just what kind of dream it's, oh it's a dog
1: joy wanted to be like wake her up with happiness and excitement so she tries to be a dog and licking the people in the class and summer uh, summer sadness is like this isn't gonna work and she's like it's not working joy and so then the she rips off on accident and then there's a half dog running around <laughs> barking at everybody yeah sets are falling apart and then they realize they're trying to wake her up and bing bong gets arrested and
0: he gets arrested uh-huh because he was holding uh-huh oh <laughs> give me a look holding what he had an ounce on him yeah oh, the good stuff yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Um, So then what?
1: And then they go and break out Bing Bong from the clown.
0: Right, and they get the clown to follow them.
1: Mm -hmm. And wake her up the rest of the way and scare her in the dream. Because it scares her. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and wakes her up. Okay.
1: And then... But how did they...
0: Don't they, they like get on the train, but then something happens that throws it off. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's when Hockey Island crumbles then. Oh, okay. And the train goes crazy and, and Joy, oh, Joy tries to get back up the tube and pushes Sadness out so right. that she can't go. Yeah. Um, we did miss the point where, I mean, not that it matters, but the rocket was thrown into the abyss. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the tube breaks and sends Joy down into the abyss.
0: And Bing Bong.
1: Yeah, but how did Bing Bong get down there?
0: I don't. I think it like crumbled just right to make him fall down there too, but not sadness. I don't know. It was something goofy. That's how I think he ended up down there. All right. When it was all crushing.
1: So joy. So joy and sadness didn't fall down there, but then Bing Bong did, and then joy fell down when the tube broke.
0: No, I think I think when her tube broke, not that, like she she could still have kids or what. Like when her tube broke. I think it was just like breaking and Bing Bong fell down with her too. Oh, okay. But I'm not sure about I don't remember the yeah, sequence.
1: I remember Bing Bong was like in like when you see in like lava flow or in a water or an iceberg sequence where his little piece broke off and he fell down, but sadness was back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so then they're down there and then they're like, oh, it's all lost. It's all for naught. And And the horror, the horror. And
1: And then she realizes that sadness was part of every one of those happy memories.
0: And what... So, she was sad at first and then happy, and that's why sadness was part of it? Mm Mm-hmm. So...
1: So, sadness was there, and it was because she was sad that she was... They came over to make her happy. So, the happiness memory would have never happened, supposedly, if sadness had never made her sad to begin with.
0: Was that every happy memory?
1: Uh, at least the one that she looked at.
0: So, she looked at one and that was sufficient? Yeah. Because I feel like she could have just assassinated sadness, and then they would have never had to worry about that again.
1: No, because... That's where the whole thing. That was the whole point. Is that you have to feel sadness it's... for
0: the one memory. No, yeah, that's how
1: the f- freaking movie ended. <laughs> no, she that... broke down and cried finally, and her parents were there to comfort her instead of trying to have this hard exterior where nobody knows what's actually going on. Not even yourself. You Fine. have to. You have to feel sadness. It's
0: but except you don't because if sadness (laughs) had never started touching the happy memories then she would have never gone down this road Mm -hmm. they could have just oh hey sadness you want to go take a walk by the abyss we could just (laughs) it could have been like godfather 2 they got rowing out into the (laughs) boat and then they never would have had to worry about it because sadness was the problem
1: but, again, I say... What? The happy mem- memories would not have been there had it not been Just for sadness.
0: Just the one happy memory would not have been there. The other happy memories wouldn't have become sad if sadness wasn't there. They didn't become sad. They did because she touched them. No. Yeah, for, for, the for all memories? the core memories. No, yeah. At the
1: very end, you mean?
0: No, in the beginning. No. The whole thing wouldn't have started if she hadn't touched any of them.
1: She wouldn't have had the core memory to begin with.
0: No. Yes. You don't know what you're <laughs> talking <try>. about. <laughs> Good. God, you're just being a snot. Is my voice loud enough now? (laughs) It's better, yeah. (laughs) God. Just saying, the way they set it up. So they're saying that all the core memories are are because sadness first, then happiness?
1: Yes. I mean, that was what they alluded to. Because
0: they only did one. Right. I feel like it's a little contrived. I mean, you need some kind of a... Don't yawn at me. (laughs) You need... You need some kind of a, you know, a plot, a okay. <laughs> structure, and, and, and an arc. I mean, you need that, but still. I'm just saying, when it comes to plots, this isn't the most natural plot that it could have been. They should have just killed Sadness. Should have just killed, what's her name from The Office?
1: Says the Automatron with no feelings.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, what is her name? From The Office. Um,
1: are you talking about Aaron? No,
0: not Aaron. Aaron wasn't in this. It was Amy Poehler was the main voice. It was Joy.
1: Oh, well, why did you bring up The Office?
0: Because Sadness. That's the voice that does sadness.
1: I recognize the voice. Yeah.
0: Who who are the characters in The Office? I can't remember. Phyllis? Them. Phyllis. It was Phyllis. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was Phyllis. Um, good for her, by the way. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a good paycheck, patri- but she's probably fine with The Office. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure she's, <laughs> she's fine. She's a pretty significant character. Anyway, so, yeah, so we had our, our fight, our sadness. <laughs> assassination Mm -hmm. fight (laughs) this is like revolutionaries talking about what we should do (laughs) wait you'd be joy who would right you'd be joy
1: that's what i've been told
0: yeah you'd be joy for sure
1: i was okay with that until she was kind of ridiculous and
0: she was she got pretty ridiculous which is kind of helpful for character yeah who else is there anger anger disgust you'd be disgust (laughs) (laughs) it's possible (laughs) all right uh then so but they go through and it's it's a pretty good resolution that because like i said you need a plot and you need some kind of an arc and they figure something out based on the structure they set up yeah and she's you know with her family and it finally turns from sadness to happiness to joy I mean,
1: you missed the whole point where anger's like we need to make new core memories let's have her run away to minnesota where she made them
0: oh right like yeah, the
1: irrational yeah. thought of that yeah like, anger's can, kind of
0: an idiot yeah. yeah
1: you can only make new core memories back. you know, Know, those core memories where Minnesota was. But again, like that I know I've talked about kid logic before, but that's kid logic yeah, there.
0: Yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very astute way to do that. Yeah.
1: yeah. So Bing Bong helps Joy get back and then, and then she Bing
0: Bong dies, spoiler yep. alert. Nah. He dies, dies, dies. And then she has to convince sadness. Should have been sadness. <laughs> Don't shake your head. But do speak into the microphone. You're looking straight up. I wasn't talking. You were. You had just started talking and I interrupted you mm-hmm. because you were talking at the roof.
1: What was I going to say?
0: I don't know. Oh,
1: I wasn't actually going to say what I was thinking.
0: Oh, <laughs> Okay.
1: Because I was thinking about imaginary friends and if they really do get forgotten, but I don't forget mine. I had imaginary friends. Their names were Say Say and Boo Boo.
0: What? And they the lived actual... in my pocket. What the hell? This is like the Shining. All of a sudden, they lived in your pockets. Uh-huh. Do they tell you to do things? No. Do they show you images of elevators full of blood? No. Okay.
1: But they did have to come out when I used the restroom, so I had to set them on the floor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, no, no, guys, I need my privacy. All right. <laughs> that is pretty damn ridiculous. I thought so, our toys came alive, yeah. had imaginary friends. All right.
1: Um. And then,
0: yeah.
1: And so then- I did
0: not have any imaginary friends. My mm-hmm. friends were Pandacon, who I knew could not talk. <laughs> and I just made up his personality, and he fought the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. So that was my friend. All okay. right.
1: And then she used... Oh, my God, the- will We you
0: stop scratching like <laughs> a maniac?
1: <sighs> okay. And then she uses the imaginary boyfriends who would die for Riley.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought... I thought- <laughs> It was pretty funny. Like I liked the just the boyfriend archetype, you yeah, know. Yeah. That made me laugh. It it didn't make a whole bunch of set plot sense plot wise. Yeah. That she knew she could just put them in the in the bag and, and
1: then they would stand on their shoulders. <laughs> right. And they came shoot
0: out. Yeah. up in the air and she'd fall onto a trampoline. Yeah. It's like all right.
1: And then they splat on the glass just as they were saying they wished they were there and right. Fight jealousy or disgust. <laughs> jealousy, <laughs> disgust gets fire all fired up and anger all fired up and uses his fire to blow torch the window so they can get back in right and sadness saves the day
0: right and then they learn to work with each other it's sadness and joy like joy's just like okay here take all these make them sad and then the core memories or whatever mm-hmm. right and then do they turn happy after that because she gets comforted
1: they get yeah they instead that's what they show at the end is that there are no single color balls from then on oh really They're okay. all mixed colors okay yeah so, yeah. Um, and Riley gets off the bus and goes home and cries and tells her parents she can't be strong for them. And again, kid logic.
0: Right. And so then they just go through the, it's like the credit sequence. Mm-hmm. But she, so the first time, I know we watched this once before a long time ago now. Mm-hmm. And we laughed pretty hard at the boy when when he yeah. saw a girl and everybody's freaking out in the head. Yeah. Um, but I think I remembered that. Like that's the only thing I remembered really, yeah. and so I didn't laugh this time. I was just like, eh. yeah, but then it was funny the first time. Yeah, it was funny the first time because it was time, unexpected. Man. But then, um, when they went to the through the other ones, and it got to the dog and cat, uh, <laughs> the cat one, we were laughing like the whole way through the it's time true. it was showing that. <laughs> just were. the cat's wandering around, yeah. the one just batting at the yeah. the controls on the on the panel. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. But then that was that was the movie. Yeah. And we did it. We got through it. It
1: was it was really I
0: thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Mhm. Enjoyed it. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't. No. But there was a lot of cleverness in there, especially for what it was trying to depict. Mm-hmm. And it had a hell of a way of taking something really complex and and just making it accessible and entertaining. Absolutely. So yeah, that was Inside Out. Yay. You done? Mhm. Okay. What are you doing?
1: Looking up any vacations.
0: You can't do that. Why? You checked to see if I was recording yet. Ah. <laughs> it's not. I wanna catch you when you don't know. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a funny I remember there's one episode where you had no idea and then you're you you the flabbergasted. Microphone? Nope. Excuse me. You think you're funny? Because <laughs> you got me to look. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you recognize that you're not even kind of close to talking at the microphone right Correct,
1: now. and I will concede I am quiet in the episodes.
0: Oh, will you concede that? Yeah. yeah,
1: that's what I was going to just say in the car, too, but that's why I waited.
0: Oh, alright. So, what did we eat? Sweet frog. You can't be looking at your thing while we're doing the thing. You gotta turn toward the microphone. Okay. And not talk through your teeth.
1: Oh, Okay. <sighs>
0: Yes, we had sweet frog and it was delicious. Agreed. But you had orange non-dairy something? Correct. And I had cake batter and vanilla? Yes. And I put my fruit on the bottom and candy really, on the top? You kind of cheated. I, well, it was... I did my best. All mm-hmm. right, I did my best. And then we fled because... <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel really guilty about that now. Yeah, like, right. especially
1: Especially if you held the door open for the mom. Like, Yeah, there's yeah, no way pretty she, bad. There's no way she didn't no- notice. That's pretty bad. Actually, she probably would have said something if she noticed. Would she have? I hope. Or she
0: sh- just shot you a angry glance?
1: No, because she's one of the parents that like hugs me every time she
0: sees me. Oh, not this yeah. time.
1: Nope. Now she's never going to hug me again because I snubbed her at Sweet Frog. Yeah,
0: agreed. Uh, so what did we watch?
1: Cars 3. Cars three and what happened in Cars three? He's old, hack, washed up, gets in an accident.
0: Reaches. Oh my god! You weren't even—you didn't even watch most of the beginning because you were distracted watering plants and stuff. I, I kept sure. saying because I was cooking, and you were like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm watching it." Except
1: for every time you asked me what happened, I was able to tell you.
0: Okay, so well, so tell me how it started then.
1: It Started with all the new races, race races.
0: <laughs> yes, the new races. Yeah,
1: <laughs> all the young rookies showing up and mm-hmm. being like well first it's lightning mcqueen and all his buddies and they're like uh giving each other a hard time and they're like how do you put up with this and then all the new rookies start showing up and they're young and stupid and outracing people and then lightning mcqueen wow this is accident. an
0: amazing description uh so they've got so what's what's the guy's name
1: Who? the rival it's on the back of her car It's not shark, it's...
0: Skater? No. Yeah, Skater. Okay, so Skater has... It's freaking Rocky. It's just Rocky. Yeah, I thought you said
1: it was Days of Thunder.
0: Well, it is, but nobody's going to get that reference. Nobody's seen that movie. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up anyway. You're welcome. It's just rocky because the new car has all the fancy stuff and the fancy training and all mm-hmm, that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's trying to train, Lightning Queen. is trying to train by, oh, I'm going to go out into the dirt and, and do, you know, and run with the cows and stuff. <laughs> and that's his training. Yeah, but
1: that's, that's after he wrecks and... Yeah, well, that's days of Thunder. Rehab.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he gets in a car accident in the first race uh-huh. uh, because he's he's slower than the other cars, and he has a flat tire and and tries to push it too hard, and then he wrecks. And but oh, then he just gets fixed and doesn't have any long term ramifications of that. Right. But and then he also because it doesn't set up like oh he's really reticent about racing or anything. He's just like yeah I want to race. Let's let's go back to training. And yeah. That's it. That's that's all that comes of that. The wreck doesn't matter. No injuries long-term injuries related to the wreck no and nothing uh, like connecting paul newman's character because paul newman got in a wreck and couldn't race anymore right. so nothing connecting that to him it's just like i got in a wreck i'm fine let's race right it's like all right it's, it, there's a whole bunch of that metal nonsense throughout this whole thing but anyway so what happens after that
1: so then he starts going to re- no he goes back to his Rusties guys and they're like yeah we sold it sold Rusties right. to some big millionaire and so then the millionaire takes him to the training facility, and there's a girl race car, and she's the trainer, not that a race car, and they overemphasize how he's old and treat him like a geriatric car.
0: <laughs> but, and here again, so she uh, uses all the new training techniques that the other guy uses. Right. That Skater uses. So, again, it's muddled. It's not like in Rocky. is just Rocky's out in the snow and picking up trees or whatever the hell while Drago's Doing all his computer stuff, but in this, it's it's specifically she uses those same techniques and swears by him. Uh, so it's like, yes, the new the new era. This is what it is, and this is what we should be doing. And she's fine with that, which is significant as we go along. But anyway, so then he's he wants to train his way. <clears throat> yeah, his way, and that means driving in the dirt.
1: Well, first he goes in the simulator and crashes. And right, he sucks at it. Um, the boss man sees it and then says, you know what, I'm not putting you in the race. So, and then,
0: oh, yes, I am.
1: After he made a deal with him.
0: Yeah, so, it, it was, again, stupid drama. Yeah, It was completely unsubstantial, but yeah, it happens.
1: And then, then he goes out to try racing at the beach, and she struggles with everything and slows him down, supposedly.
0: But I don't get... So he's going to be racing on a track on an oval track and he's going out onto dirt tracks and racing on beaches to try to get his speed up Mm -hmm. because the whole point is this is more muddled nonsense because he's like oh i need to get my speed up because what's his name's top speed is like 210 so i need to get my speed up and that's why i have to go on these tracks and try to get my speed up and then so you you wait for the arc that no it's not about the speed it's about something else but then we get to the just cue the end. But anyway, it's just... It's so muddled. And why would he drive on a beach to try to get his speed up? I don't know. That doesn't make any freaking sense. No. And then that whole sequence where she's trying to keep up with him to get the speed recorded. Right, right. Pointless.
1: Well, yeah, that's like, that's, she's like, let me keep up with you. So, she has that same speed, right? Like, she's, she's saying that she's, I guess she did say I'll stay as close to you as possible, but.
0: Yeah, but I mean, just her struggling in the sand, like, it doesn't mean anything. Right. In a broader scheme for points of a scene or anything it doesn't mean anything it's pointless
1: except for that's how it at the end he realizes that she's able to do all these things and become a race car
0: but that's what i mean her struggling with the sand and all that stuff that is all meaningless Uh, like that doesn't have anything to do with the racing later or anything they have to learn or anything like that like she uses some of the other things that they learned but nothing that has to do with any of this part right and then they go to the demolition derby which again a completely pointless empty nonsense right and why do they need to do this why would he think that that's going to help him go faster to go onto this track that's dirt and mud and racing with a bunch of hicks like what does that have to do with anything
1: i don't know
0: (laughs) anyway what happens after that
1: Oh, well, that's, they win the Demolition Derby. She okay. wins. She wins. Yeah. Because she basically hides and runs and...
0: Right. And it's kind of funny that he is so, if you go over all the movies, he's just absolutely horrendous. Like, he's a really bad racer. <laughs> Why? Because in the first one, uh, he loses, uh, you know, in the first race in the first one. In the last race in the first one, he loses because he goes and pushes the other guy across the thing. <laughs> in the second movie who knows what the hell happened to that because we actually watched it yeah we made sure to catch up on the series why
1: we did that i don't know It had nothing to do with nothing
0: (laughs) and nothing we just didn't want to like stumble into the third one and not know what happened so and it it was completely unnecessary we didn't need to watch it at all it was unconnected but anyway so then he gets to this this movie and he wrecks in the first race yeah
1: that's true, he's never won a race <laughs> in all the movies we've watched.
0: Yeah, none of the main races he's won anything. They just, like, intimate that he won something at some point, and that's why he's so popular. So it's like, okay, great, that's your protagonist. Uh, well, he's not even the protagonist, really, this one, but... Yeah. So, of course, they have the stupid pointless conflict that's going to be meaningless. You know, her and him have their conflict, and he's like, you're not a real racer. Just to try to shoehorn in some kind of an arc, yeah. you know, some kind of drama. And then what happens? I mean,
1: the... The water truck conveniently falls over and shows it's lightning mcqueen at the mud race
0: or the more pointless stuff yeah i just okay i'm sorry i keep jumping in on these things but this doesn't have any impact whatsoever on anything it's just so that it shows him on the tv like oh he was in this mud race and so they could show the the people later when it's during the final race that's that's the only reason that that happens like it doesn't actually matter that he doesn't show himself right uh, you know in that race or that he ended up being shown by serendipity right like that doesn't mean anything it doesn't matter for purposes of the story or character or anything else
1: nothing yeah
0: it's stupid go you are stop what are you doing
1: pushing buttons
0: you're on your computer while we're recording yeah so what's going on what happens in the movie
1: we're going to disneyland
0: <laughs> I swear to God. oh tiffany's trying to plan a trip to disneyland to the west coast uh. to do some disney stuff and she's doing that while we're recording <laughs>
1: God. Okay, so I don't know what happens next. That's probably why I'm uh-huh.
0: <laughs> focused on other things. Yeah. So uh, there's this part seems muddled and pointless too. It was just like they had a conflict, and then he's he goes back in his scene and saying you have to come with me, and I'll stop seeing or something. Like he's being really annoying. What? And he fixes her trophy that she won from the demolition derby.
1: What was I doing during
0: all of this? I don't know. But so then they go to the race, and this this girl is flirting with the Mary Sue label. Okay, the only thing she has going for her is that she was the trainer for a long time and worked with all that stuff. But other than that, it's like she goes in the demolition derby first try. Yeah nails it wins she goes into the final race spoiler alert uh, he's going through and it's i mean at least it has more cars than three this time but yeah. still he's like he's going up through the ranks you know and getting up there and then he goes to pit and says oh no it's got to be you because you know you wanted to be a race car so now your first race ever is going to be in this yeah, one right? uh, against what are supposed to be the greatest race cars in the world but okay, okay <laughs> so, do it. Yeah, yeah you jump on in there um and then she barely beats the pace car just like what happens in the first one. Right. And also he makes somebody else uh, win the race in front of him just like in the first one. And... So she gets in front of the car, but she starts at the back of the pack. She starts at 20th again. Because she has to climb all the way back up through again, even though he made that progress throughout the first 100 laps or whatever it was. So it's just like, no, they they need to make sure that she does all the work again. Right. And so then she goes through it. And these races again, it's like uh, the protagonist is just faster when they need to be faster. Like they just go move, speed past that car, speed past the other car, and it's fine, and whatever. And then... (laughs) You stop You are just the only reason she's so like compliant right now is because <laughs> she's doing something else. She's barely listening.
1: So yeah, this movie does not deserve attention. Uh, I'm
0: sure like if people were probably wondering why isn't she jumping in? Why isn't she attacking that point? Uh, and it's because she's not paying attention because she's doing something else. Okay. So what what just how does it what's the denouement? mall? What's the final unraveling of this? This plot.
1: The the guy comes back and starts talking smack to her and saying Yeah, she can't.
0: slows down to do uh-huh. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then she gets all morose and I can't do this. And then Lightning McQueen's like, no, you know what just happened? He's afraid of you. That's why he came back. And so she's like, oh yeah. And then she tailgates him and. Right. And she wins because she does the flip over the top like Ock right. did.
0: Right, just a nice car side flip. Yeah, that's standard mm-hmm. racing technique. But yeah, flips over him and gets the win, and then the sponsors want to hire her, and, and that's... Yeah, that's her amazing. her original
1: boss, who had already, like, got mad at her for coming back, was like, oh, you're going to race for me? And she's like, no, I quit. And then the longhorn guy from Dynaco is like, come race for me. And, and all
0: then- all sorts of artificial stuff going on here. Because A, they it was just artificial, the conflict between her boss guy and her. Yeah. He's just like, oh, you need to go. Go get somebody else ready. Go do it. Right now, this is really important that you do it right now. So I can be the bad guy, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then, uh, lightning's like, no, bring her back. I need her back. And like, all right. But then the, the Dynaco guy or whatever, uh, is like, oh, I'm a billionaire and I can just go buy the whole thing again. And it's right. like, all right, come on. So just everything's just works out just like that, huh? It was just I really hated it Like I hated it a lot The only thing Like the redeeming thing Was that she became The protagonist And that she was the You know She was the one Who had the arc And went through The struggles And all that But they didn't do it well They didn't establish her And they didn't Give her struggles To overcome It was just her Just uh, being whiny And even though She was way better Than everybody
1: That's what I was gonna say She was just whiny Yeah
0: she just whined Occasionally But she was still Better than everybody And didn't have to train For the demolition derby And still (laughs) did Right, You know, she was the trainer for the racing, but she'd never done a race before in her life. This is her first race ever. And it's just like, that's the only reason she's not a Mary Sue, but it's still like there's nothing really to her and there's nothing, no effort really put into developing this, this plot or character or anything like that or setting this up. Right. And the only thing that's good about it is that, you know, it's her that becomes the protagonist. That's It's creative to have that kind of an arc instead of just, oh, the same protagonist doing the same thing again. Although that makes him complete. I mean, he's just one of the worst protagonists ever, yeah. <laughs> especially for this kind of movie where it has competitions and all that stuff. He like he never accomplishes anything and loses all the time. And yeah. And then, uh, tw- out of two of the movies, the only two where he had a big race that he was supposed to overcome in, he lost both of those. mm mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so, it's like... He's not what, so awesome. What kind of a... Oh, my God. But anyway. So, that was Cars 3. Yep. You want to talk about Cars 2? No. Okay, so when we compare them, you're not going to be looking at anything else, correct? You're going to close your eyes and just dream of... And go to sleep? Inside Out and Cars 3 and how they compare. Awesome. All right, you done?
1: Yeah, but why did you want to talk about Cars 2? I don't know. I just
0: Did you want to bring it up for no. some reason? Because it's the only time we're going to talk
1: about it. I never want to talk about that movie.
0: Okay. <laughs> Jeez. All right, so done? Yeah. All right.
1: below two thousand. What did? The NEA travel dollars.
0: What? Do you, how do you use travel dollars?
1: I just booked through this site.
0: So you get a discount, plus you get travel dollars.
1: The the discount. So part of the hotel bill is paid with my NEA dollars. Okay.
0: What? So Inside Out versus Cars Three. Yay! Animation.
1: This isn't what. This isn't just a clean cut win for either one of them.
0: It is not. No. All right, so Inside Out. What's that animation like?
1: It's colorful. They they use color well because of... Things. And I, like, I liked... I appreciated the glow around Joy when she was down in the abyss. And
0: Why is she the only one who glows out of the emotions? Is she? Yeah, she's the only one who has a glow around her, around her. She's like yellow with a blue glow, but nobody else... She everybody doesn't else doesn't have a blue glow. Yeah, she does. No, it's yellow. It is not. It's blue. No. Don't know me. <laughs> it's not. It is too No Whatever So she has a glow But none of the other ones Have an actual glow around them Like anger and sadness And It's
1: because None of those those emotions glow You don't say Oh my gosh You're so angry You're glowing
0: Excuse me
1: Oh my gosh You're so disgusted You're glowing You don't say that You say say You're so happy Yeah That's
0: the explanation Uh huh Will you stop elbowing I'm, I'm things? I'm trying
1: not to, but I want to turn this way towards
0: this. Uh, all right. Uh, but so you like you like uh, the glow around joy. What else?
1: Only really in the abyss, though.
0: Just because it distinguishes her? Mm-hmm. Well, oh. I love the abstract section mm-hmm. where they were turning abstract. I thought it was really creative and it looked great. I loved that the long-term memory was so involved. And like you said, you said it looked like a cortex. Yeah. And the double helix and the railing and... I guess the different shapes of the different emotions. Uh, yeah. like There's something, like, they're, they're distinctive. hmm And the simple primary colors for each one, you know, and then the use of the, the spheres. Right. Uh, and how they're different colors and all that. Uh, just, I mean, I really like all of that. Me too. I think the people looked good, too. Uh, like Riley and, and the parents. hmm I think they were designed really well and they moved really well.
1: I liked when we were looking out of Riley's from inside her brain it was shaped they were shaped like her eyes that we were looking out
0: yeah were they yeah i remember that uh what about the i mean because she had some hockey sequences and in the city and that kind of stuff those stand out or were they just kind of yeah just kind of okay background stuff right okay so what about cars three
1: again it, the cars looked nice
0: and yeah, still that really just excellent animation mm-hmm. for the cars
1: with their facial expressions and I I thought that was all well done.
0: And they do that weight-shifting thing, you know, when they're moting and and, and moving around, uh, which looks really good. Uh, And there was, like, the accident that you didn't even see. Like, you'd see a bunch of particles all over the ground, you know, like Mm card chunks and that kind of stuff, which was really... It was really detailed, and it looked good, because it was sitting on the ground, and you were looking, and and it looked really good. Uh, And then, I mean, pretty much every... I mean, the backgrounds, again, really good. There wasn't anything that really stood out as bad. No. I think what stands out when it comes to the movies together, though, is the creativity that came with the animation in Inside Out versus just kind of doing... An obvious thing, well, right. in Cars Three, that's true. Uh, because they really, uh, when it comes to the animation, they not just the abstract portion, which is the obvious creativity, but mm-hmm. just in the depicting all the different things and, and the different emotions and right and all that stuff, and the different areas, you know, like just having a like depicting the dream and, mm-hmm. and doing different things with that, and uh, the dead area <laughs> where all the all the memories go, the destroyed memories. I think that the creativity puts it over for me.
1: I, I can agree with that. Yeah? Yeah.
0: So give it to Inside Out? We're
1: going to have pup sounds from now on in videos.
0: I didn't even consider that. Yeah, we haven't had pups since since we started this. Mm-hmm. And yep, here they are. That is. Oh my god, you want me to bleep that out? Yeah. Okay, I'll bleep it out. <laughs> uh, uh, I have to bring up the thing.
1: What thing? Oh, right. Okay.
0: <sighs> no, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You put that away right now. Put it away. I'll
1: just let it go back to sleep like it did before. Just
0: put it to sleep. You put it down.
1: It can do itself.
0: It can do itself? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot we did that one. Oh, right. <laughs> character! Inside Out.
1: I mean, really, is there any?
0: I mean, like, I had an issue with the the girl, Riley, being an emergent property of the in- integration of her emotions and not making a character.
1: But she's not the character.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, is that what, that's what you pointed out, is that we're really looking at joy and sadness, cause those are the ones with the arcs. Mm-hmm. But even in, I mean, you can kind of look at it as, cause the parents and the kid do have an arc and they do find, a, like they go through stuff and, yeah. and get to a different place true and and even if if you took away all the inside brain stuff like those characters would be interacting and having arcs you know is like a kid going through the thing and, and coming around
1: yeah but in this movie they're like tertiary they're not
0: well yeah they are but i'm just saying that even even just taking it like that they're still going on there's still stuff going on yeah. character wise what what's so what's joy's arc what does she do
1: she realizes that sadness is important and Instead of putting her in a box and pushing her aside, that she needs to be there and be part of Riley.
0: Yeah, and what is sadness's arc?
1: She stays sad.
0: <laughs> so she doesn't. So it's just joy. That's the only kind of arc that we're looking at.
1: Yeah, I mean, sad sadness kind of settles into her own skin. You know, she's for a while. She's like, I don't know why I'm doing all this. I don't know why. I don't know why. And then, and she,
0: yeah, she accepts her yeah her role and herself. Yeah. Okay. The other ones don't really have character. Uh, you know, like uh, They're disgust just their emotion. and emotion. Yeah, they just reflect their emotion. Mm -hmm. Because Joy is the... She's trying to quarterback this thing. Yeah. So she there's more to her and she's uh, you know like she responds and tries to deal with with problems and, and get Riley to act in certain ways to that make sense and, and she's really dealing with the world and that kind of thing but the other ones don't really do that. They're just right. kind of there acting.
1: Bing Bong has an arc.
0: Yeah does he? Yeah. <laughs> What's his arc?
1: He's you know just floating around trying to find a way back to Riley and that he has, still has plans for Riley and then realizes that there are bigger more important things and lets Joy get out of the abyss while he he's fades into oblivion
0: so his leads to suicide Mm -hmm. (laughs) his arc gets him all the way to suicide yep because he thought he was still important and necessary but realized that riley needs to move on from him
1: yep self-sacrificial
0: that's pretty damn significant actually (laughs) (laughs) that's that's something yeah Mm -hmm. all right uh so any any other character related stuff I mean, Joy's likable mm-hmm. uh,
1: she got a little kooky in the middle there but
0: yeah I think honestly I think Riley's more likable than even though she's not real <laughs> like she's she's I think I like her more than I like any of the other characters yeah yeah I think because she's
1: an amalgam of all of them
0: well there's such a simple thing even though you see all the precursors to her reactions you know and mm-hmm. emotions and stuff it's just it's a really nice simple just parents trying to understand their kid thing yeah you know when you were explaining it when we were talking about it just talking about how kids really react in these ways it was just like i don't know it made me, it made her endearing yeah uh, i was just i was kind of interested in that character and, and her getting to where she needed to be not minnesota <laughs> well she shouldn't be in san francisco like i said feces all over the place so uh but <laughs> gross <laughs> um okay so what about cars three characters it's really the, just the kind of nondescript chick mm-hmm. car who is It's really kind of a a forced character development. Yeah. I mean... Like what's his name? Uh, Lightning McQueen has the has the same arc as he did in the first one. Yeah, uh, I mean it's not dealing with him, you know, taking the small town over the the big race, but it's it's him recognizing
1: that he's not the most important center of everything. Right, exactly. It's
0: better. Yeah, and there are more important things like first lauding the the older car, you know, and now lauding the female car who is yeah. downtrodden, and it's like, all right, well, that's not real. That's not character. That's he's just making a social message out of out of you know him stepping back right so there's not really much to him and to her like it's not a real arc or real character it's like she just whines and then wins you mm-hmm. know it's like what else is there nothing nothing <laughs> You have anything else to add about cars three no <laughs> no like <Yeah>. it's
1: <sighs> i may be rushing because i just it's getting late and i want to get to zelda
0: oh really okay well we still have to go through it We will. We can skip Zelda if if it's too late and you want to go to bed.
1: That's crazy talk.
0: All right. So, but is there anything else for Cars 3?
1: Characters? I I don't know why you're pushing it so much. There is nothing, though. Well, I'm trying to be thorough. I'm trying (laughs) to make sure, like... I mean, there are no really other characters. There's the Guido and the Mac, and they're all just There
0: yeah they're story all story along
1: in. you've got mr sterling who's just the bad guy
0: and and you've got what smoky played by chris cooper who's just just um paul newman's character again yeah so it's yeah it, i mean there's not much at all so i whatever mm-hmm. inside out mm-hmm. uh, storyline plot inside out it's uh it's two layered storylines running on top of each other Right. Uh, so it's it's the characters, the emotions trying to function and, and figure things out and figure out what to do and come to terms with each other. Well, at the same time, the parents and the little girl are doing the same thing. Right. And then Cars 3 is just kind of wonky. It's like he wrecks, but it doesn't mean anything. He gets bought out and told he can't race, but he races. He gets to race anyway. And he goes and tries to train in stupid ways that don't make sense (laughs) and it doesn't help anything because in the end it was her speed again you know she was the faster one so that's that's what was important was that she was faster than he was right and then she used the the draft beyond that but and he also did the swerving around in a wreck thing he did that in the first movie too yeah so it's not like he didn't learn a super new thing in that, uh, but she takes over, and but it's not like it wasn't organic. It was just like he said, "Oh no, now you're racing, right?" You know, uh, and then she goes and races and wins. Mm-hmm. There's a pup.
1: Yep, <laughs> I, I mean, I think Inside Out is more complex and more thought out and thoughtful, and there definitely is more to it. Why don't you say anything? <laughs>
0: because I'm waiting. Are you going to make a determination, or you to say who you think wins, or what? I just did. You have to say it explicitly.
1: Oh, inside out wins the <laughs> category of story.
0: Thank you. All right.
1: Did you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I agreed. Huh. I just uh, like it. Cars three's wonky. It, it has too many artificial plot points. And...
1: I think we need to skip this category.
0: Music. Yeah. Is it just even?
1: There, what? What was music in either one of them? I. D-
0: I actively, well, I guess I was more neutral for Cars 3's music, but I don't remember any music for uh what's it called? So it must have just been nice background whatever. So yeah, they both draw, just, yeah. Draw. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's not much to talk about because there really wasn't anything in mm-hmm. either of them. I just mm-hmm. remember two songs at the beginning of Cars 3 and then that was about it. And then in the other one I don't remember much of any. Uh memorability. I
1: honestly cuz Cars had such a similar storyline as the first one. It was training, getting back, getting to the big race. Yeah. All the trials to get there. And, and Inside Out, I remember things from it. I think it's, you've got the, you remember the emotions. If you don't remember what they are, you at least remember their colors. and. Yeah. um You remember, I, I, I don't know that it has any strong standouts. I think it's just, you remember the idea of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a really creative idea. Mm-hmm. And I am actively trying to forget Cars 3. <laughs> like, right now, I'm trying to forget it. So, so I think Inside yeah. Out is pretty clear. Agreed. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. So, that was 4.5 to 0. 0.5. Yeah. And that's Inside Out winning? Correct. And so, Inside Out moves on.
1: Who are they going to go up against? I
0: don't know. Will you bring up the...
1: No, look. No, tengo mi teléfono.
0: Teléfono. Yo tengo mi teléfono.
1: I can get it on here, I think. Uh, I've
0: already got it. Okay. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, So, oh, (laughs) you're going to love this matchup. Oh, dear. It's going to be Inside Out versus Beauty and the Beast. What? Yeah, that's the next one.
1: No. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's a pretty big one right there. That's like top contenders kind of matchup.
1: Holy Calizoni.
0: That's going to be a big one.
1: I I refuse. I'm sick that day.
0: Nope, too bad. Well, then I just get to decide... (laughs) uh and the next the next one we get to watch guess what it is what bambi oh right and lilo and stitch <laughs> which i wish you... the
1: microphone could pick up my nostril
0: flare uh, which you are staying awake for
1: lilo and stitch yes
0: you, you are you can't make it. i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna pause it and wait till you wake up and then start it again no 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 yep we're That's gonna take a whole terrible. day if we have to but you're gonna see the whole freaking thing so that's what's next. Bambi and Lilo Sitch, okay? You ready? Yeah. Are you back to look at its stuff again already? Oh my god. Yeah. Did you find anything?
1: I told you I found the hotel for cheaper.
0: Alright, whatever. Mm-hmm.